Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. Good to be with you again. We are a tech company, and the name of our company is... JSL Solutions. Good, you're getting quicker at this now, Steve. Good. And uh, JSL Solutions, uh, we do streaming video uh, with a product called StreamingChurch.tv. We do mobile apps. What's that product called? Uh, Church App Live. Yeah, there you go. And then we also do content management, website templates with myflock.com, which is the, uh, that's what started it all. The flagship. Back in 2001. So uh, it's good to have you here. We talk about tech-related things, although we, Steve and I both involved in ministries for many, many years, so we talk not just about tech stuff. We talk about, you know, volunteer stuff and, uh, you know, we We've just got a rich background, so we just tap into that background, don't we? So what are we doing today? We are actually going down under All right. to uh, a little place called Australia, and we happen to have the chief operating officer of VMIX, V-M-I-X, and his name is Tim Vandenberg. Tim, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Tim, did, did did I get your last name correct? Yeah, yeah, it's perfectly perfectly fine. All right, did good. a good job. Well, thank you, because I'm known for for butchering last names. So, uh, Tim, uh, thanks for being with us here today. So you you are with VMix, and uh, this is right in our wheelhouse, so to speak, because as I mentioned earlier, we do streaming video. And you're going to have to excuse me because I'm your typical ignorant North American when it comes to uh, Australia. My my whole uh, history of Australia is like Crocodile Dundee, I think. Right. And, you know, throw another shrimp on the Barbie and how you doing, mate? That kind of a thing. So you please excuse my ignorance. Um, Steve's a little more educated, so so we'll be okay in that area. But, but, but Tim, uh, so we're excited to have you here today. And uh, we like vMix. We recommend vMix to uh, a lot of our customers who are doing streaming video. Can you give us a little history about vMix? How, how long has vMix been vMix? Yeah, so vMix has been around probably, it probably started around 2009 officially or 2010 officially, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been around for a little while and uh, it it came out of a, a real necessity to be able to provide you know, reliable and affordable ways to switch video. Um, and the the founder Martin he actually did AV stuff at the church and um, he was looking for a way to obviously mix video and audio for large screens and a recording for a, a carol service so for Christmas carols mm-hmm. and um, so he was like hey renting a mixing desk like a full video desk um, you know a switcher was just you know, too expensive for the church and, and that type of thing, or, or to buy one, you know, they're really expensive. Uh, and so we thought, hey, I do software programming. How about I just make one instead? So that's pretty much where it came from. And he, he, he put it together then. Um, and I think they may have done, you know, that Christmas carols with it um, and then kind of just developed it in the church and then spent some time out sitting down and really working on it and then came to us and said, hey, I've got this thing. Um, we'll see what happens with it. So that's kind of uh, where wow. VMix started. That's 
I'm a software guy, but definitely not at the level that is Martin. Martin's the name of the guy that that started yeah, it, the founder. Because mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's quite uh, a challenging thing to put together a video mixer right off the bat. Yeah. And you, you, I mean, excuse me if I didn't catch all that, Tim, but but you, you're the you're the guy that kind of did the software, right? Ah, uh, no, he he develops. Oh, he the, developed. Martin okay. created the yeah the software himself. I do uh, at VMix here. I do a lot of everything else. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so everything from testing to marketing, partnerships, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so we, we understand. Um, that. Yeah. So I guess what's that old saying? Necessity is the mother of invention. Invention. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, so that was back in 2009, and then uh, he started making it available to other people. What what year was that? Or was that 2009 when he started making um, it available? I'm, I think it was probably around 2010 or 2011 that he kind of, you know, launched it with a website and had an available download and that type of thing. And obviously, you know, uploaded YouTube videos and got the ball rolling. Um, but with a lot of these things... You know, nowadays with with startups and that sort of thing, you kind of inject a lot of cash into it, so you've got a you've got a something that you want to launch straight away, so everybody can use. But because it was more of a you know a, a project for him, it kind of started out small. You know, it was available, and then it's kind of just developed from there. Yeah, and it's it's gained quite a bit of momentum um, from the early days, right? I mean, their your share of uh, Software encoders, video encoders is, I would assume, dramatically increased. Just I hear about it and we recommend it. And, you know, three or four years ago, it was, we weren't aware of it. So, yeah. um, it seems like it's really taken off well. Is that just my impression or is, how's it been going? Yeah, no, that's, that's probably a fair, fair assumption. Uh, yeah. When it first started out, like I said, it's kind of, there was already some people in the market, you know, there's already some software encoders in the market that people were using. Um, but, you know, we built it from the ground up and kind of built it to be reliable. Um, so it it kind of has, has stood the test of time because people are able to use it continually and not have any issues and that kind of stuff with it. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's grown over the years, uh, to be perfectly honest. You know, when you first start these things out, Martin was saying, oh, you know, I'm doing this thing. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, that, that's great. And then, you know, it's kind of snowballed from there. And because he built such a good platform for it initially um, and it made sure everything was optimized, it's kind of as it's grown and as we've got more customers, uh, the product is still really solid and kind of, you know, has moved on to greater things. Yeah. Well, we uh, when we started to do this streaming video, uh, I mean, one of the things that we recommended was – uh, flash media live encoder <laughs> right okay yeah and uh and you know it worked it, it was okay for what it was and it's still out there and there are still people using it uh yeah. obviously uh, but we made some changes its last update was just prior to the inception of vmix <laughs> so it's Erotica. it's now what eight years and that's another thing we, we run across you know we'll get new customers and they'll say oh i've been using Flash me a live encoder and and we're like wow did you know that hasn't been yeah. updated in over eight years and <laughs> so things have changed in that period of time so we actually steer people away from flash me live encoder so you guys Radica. you guys do updates all the time I mean you just recently uh, roll out an update didn't you 
Yeah, well, that's the that's the thing is that you know we like to listen to what customers want, and and because because we're we are Windows only, and because of that, we can kind of turn around an addition a lot quicker right. um, than a lot of other companies. So we can kind of if we have a lot of demand, like we have a, a feature request part on our our forums, and if we see you know a certain feature request, you know a lot of people want to want to have it in vMix, uh, we take a look at it. Sometimes a lot of these requests are just not feasible so it's outside of the abilities of of you know software engineering so we kind of have to politely say well unfortunately that's not technically possible right now with computing um but other ones that you know kind of fit you know vmix itself then we can we can add that so yeah we just had an update last week we don't wait um for our big you know edition or version updates like 19 20 21 to add big features we'll just add them you know, kind of as we go along and as we see, um, you know, then the need for it. So do you think, um, I'm just thinking, you know, uh, the, the streaming market is, is really big with the gamers and the gaming. And then, you know, we obviously are working with the church. What's the, who's the primary customers for vMix? Yeah, it really varies. Um, you know, we have people that are doing, single person productions, you know, from their office, you know, that might be anything from, you know, playing live music or, or doing just a weekly show to talk about tech stuff or any interest really. Um, you would have seen on YouTube or Twitch or Facebook, people just doing a, their own production in their own house right up until, right up until um, we have a lot of churches that use it. We have a large percentage of, you know, churches and houses of worship that use vMix. And then, um, you know, we have people that produce esports. So gaming tournaments, lands, that type of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and then also you know major sports. Um, so like up to you know eight cameras with four camera instant replay, uh, you know big sporting competitions and that sort of stuff as well. So there's a there's a huge range of, of people that are using it uh, in a lot of different industries as well. All right. So just going for the just the basics so that our audience knows, uh, you know, most of them have probably been exposed to vMix a little bit. Yeah, but although we do have new people all the time. Right. So yep. what are some of the key features uh, with vMix that would be appealing for a ministry? Uh, yeah, so it, it kind of what it, what vMix does, if, if people don't know, it, it allows you to bring in different sources, so cameras, you know, video files, images, PowerPoint, music, all that kind of stuff um, into a computer that allows you to, to switch those sources together and composite them and have picture-in-picture picture and overlays for titles and images and that type of thing. So it allows you to create, you know, a television-type production for, um, you know, a, a church service or a live event or something like that. So, you know, in churches, people will use it to... Um, to bring in a couple of cameras they might have or they might want to put um, some scripture on the screen and then display that possibly on a, it's called iMag, so just an image magnification, like a big screen in the church mm-hmm. so people can follow the pastor or they can follow the words from the songs and that sort of thing. Um, but then you can also record it and stream it at the same time as well. So we have people that are, are creating these sort of um, produced shows live so you can fully produce everything uh, and then stream that out to, you know, your platform or to to other places and then also keep a a recorded copy as well um 
so yeah, it, it kind of from a you know a week to week and you know multiple services a week in church to you know special events like I mentioned like a carols thing or an Easter service or something. Um, it can be used you know across the board for all, all different kinds of things really. Yeah. So one of the things that we really like, I mean, and we we recommend different encoders, and it's depending on the budget of the church and what you know they're capable of doing. And it goes anywhere from a free to a very expensive or I don't know, it's a relative term, very expensive. But I would yep. put vMix, and correct me if I'm wrong, you guys are really low-cost and really high-featured um, tools. So you you compete with the high-end guys, but They're you're at like yeah. 10% of the cost. Is that a yeah, true well, perception? or? Well, we we try to. Like, we, we try to make everything affordable. Uh, it, was, it was quite funny, you know, when... Uh, you guys call it Black Friday, like the sales mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. that are on. Yeah. I mean, they've they've tried to bring that into Australia a little bit. You know, like we see all these viral videos and things on the news with people, you know, pushing each other out of the way to get a TV or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we don't really celebrate it or not really celebrate. We don't really have it here because we don't have that whole period of Thanksgiving and Christmas and that sort of thing. Um, so, a lot of people have asked us, oh, do you have any Black Friday sales? And we're like, oh, un- unfortunately, we we don't actually do sales. Um, we just think that the product itself is is already well under, you know, the majority of stuff that's on the market. So, yeah, unfortunately, you know, we, we don't do sales and we kind of offer different options for people to, you know, to start out, you know, sure. either free or, you know, a, a cheap version um, and then kind of work their way up. And well, if people want to start out really simple, maybe they've just got one camera, one title, they can start out that way. And then somebody says, oh, hey, be really cool to have a second camera angle or want to add a lot of different other things. You can just pay the difference between the versions and upgrade to the to the next one. So, and, and let's kind talk of made about the, that. I'm sorry, Tim, I didn't mean to step on you there, but let's talk about that a little bit. So I let's say I'm a pastor listening to this podcast and i am uh, been thinking about streaming video and I don't want to do Flash Media Live Encoder. And I, hey, this sounds like a good idea. I go to vmix.com, and then I, what's the process? I make a free trial, right? Yeah, and so we have a, a, a free 60-day trial. So it has no watermarks, no audio watermarks. So that right. gives you the full uh, $1,200 version for two months. And I always tell people, hey, <laughs> try it out. You know, if it, if it works for you, that's great. If it's not, you know, we won't be offended or anything like that. So, um, yeah, we have a, a full free 60-day um, trial. And so once you've downloaded that, you can, you know, play around with it and try out all the features. Um, at the end of that period or during that period, if you want to, you can just um, – purchase the version of the features that you're going to need. And, and what would be the, okay, so the, the, I've, I've had it for 60 days. I like it. What's my options yeah, now? I got, uh, let's yeah. say I have three cameras and I want to do overlays or, you know, lower thirds, putting scripture yeah. up or that sort of thing. Uh, which version would I need? Yeah, for, for most um, HD, um, you know, video presentations with multiple cameras, video files, overlays, lower thirds, all that kind of stuff. The uh, the VMix HD version, um, it's three hundred and fifty dollars for for all of those those type of features. Um, that's kind of the, the 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 one I would recommend most for people that are doing multi camera stuff. Um, the the higher versions will have things like four K, instant replay, uh, things that you probably don't need in a um, you know a normal sort of church situation uh so i I hear this number sixty dollars being thrown around is there a sixty dollar version of vmix 
Yeah, so we have a $60 version of Emix, which which will work with a you know HD video sources. It's just limited to four sources. So if you had things like if you had a camera, a title, you know, a video, and something else, those would be your your four sources that you can use. Um, so if you're looking to do a, a basic HD Right. Uh, production but you still want the reliability and everything yeah we have a, a 60 dollar version as well so, and the sources can be i could have four cameras then too right yeah if you wanted to yeah, yeah. okay so yeah i, I believe be... so sorry it's been a while since i've actually looked at our product uh, yeah i think um, we have a lot of we we i think we steer people towards that 60 dollar version we don't get much pushback i think oh, it really right, okay. um, satisfies a lot of their needs yeah. So uh, you mentioned uh, that you know VMix is it, it's it's on the PC platform, the Windows platform. Uh, is there any future plans for for a Mac version of VMix? Um, not currently. Uh, Martin's a Windows developer, so mm-hmm. most of our stuff is done um, through Windows. So yeah, we don't really have any plans currently for for a Mac version. Um, for a couple of different reasons, which this podcast is probably not long enough to go through and explain. Uh, but now we've had uh, some yeah, experience are... with Mac, Apple, so we probably. <laughs> yeah, there's a. I mean, there's a couple of different, you know, technical limitations specifically for video encoding and live streaming and that type of thing. So yeah, um, I could go into it, but again, I would probably bore everybody that's listening. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't bore Steve. Steve's, Steve's actually an <laughs> Apple guy, but uh, okay, that's another story. Uh, so. Uh, Right, so no plans, at least right now, for for uh, a Mac or a Linux version. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, not at the moment. No. Uh, so uh, one of the things I have found that you know when we were kind of making this switch a couple years ago, uh, people that were using something as basic as Flash Media Live Encoder when they went to VMix on their old computers, uh, it started to use you know their their CPU usage just went you know way up because VMix obviously does more, and it it would use more CPU sources. What What is, I mean, off the top of your head, we'll put you to a test here, Tim. Uh, oh. What kind of resources should a computer have to be able to do uh, even something as simple as the $60 version of vMix? Um, if, if the computer itself is a fairly recent um, Intel chipset with the onboard graphics, so I think it's the I think it's probably up to a 600 series onboard, you know, HD right. integrated graphics. Uh, you could get away with doing a um, a production on that. So, like using using something like an i5 uh, chip uh, with those onboard graphics, you could you could get away with doing a HD production. Um, if you're if you're looking to do something a lot higher, you know, with multiple cameras and streaming and recording, uh, vMix has a lot of GPU encoding, so a lot of GPU acceleration. So the idea behind that is even if you don't have the best CPU, if you've got a dedicated graphics card, then vMix can outlay a lot of the processing onto the graphics card. Um, Interesting. So yeah, that's kind of kind of what we recommend is dedicated graphics cards important to, to using vMix. Okay, well that's good feedback. Yeah, something I, I didn't know that. No, but we have uh, on our website we have reference systems, so we'll list physically list the actual parts that you need to buy if you want to build a certain computer for a certain thing. Um, so yeah, we you could literally take the list to a computer, your local computer person, and they could build you a an awesome streaming rig um, just based on that. And you you guys really do. Uh, you have a lot of great resources at vmix.com. I mean, the, you guys have t- tutorial videos and 
uh, this, you know, specifications and all that stuff that you just mentioned. I, I, I like that because I can send people to your vmix.com website and it, it really is a, a really great resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we like to think so. Yeah. If you, unfortunately, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't like my voice, uh, the video tutorials will feature my voice heavily <laughs> as well. So, um, yeah, it was an idea of like, we, we figured, um, you know, a lot of places like to put training material behind paywalls and, you know, email signups and that, that type of thing. And we were just like, well, it, we want it to be available for everybody. So we've got a heap of, of tutorials and help documentation. And we have a really active forum as well that has people posting on their daily and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So we tried to, you know, give people every opportunity to to learn and, and, and work out how to use it. So I, I haven't, I guess you've been to that, Phil, and seen some of the, mm-hmm. I have not explored that. So it's just on the on the VMix website. I, there's video tutorials. Yeah, there's there's different tabs and things you can look at. Different links to it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a great resource. Absolutely. Yeah. And and as Tim mentioned, his voice is on many of the, the videos. <laughs> it's like your voice is yeah, on many right. of our videos. Yeah, I'm on. I I do the same thing. I'm you know, and so, but I I mispronounce things all the time, and you know. Anyway. Oh, tell me about it. I I, I struggle. You know, talking in the best of times, let alone on a, on a recorded video that has to be, you know, word specific in case I, I remember doing one for, for an audio tutorial on, I was an equipment tutorial and I accidentally said one thing for a particular part, uh, you know, a piece of equipment that didn't do what I said it did. And it was just totally off the cuff. Like it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't meant to be, you know, really serious but i got you know a youtube comment within five minutes of you know uh, releasing it i'm like oh man so (laughs) instead of having to deal with that backlash i went back edited that part out and then (laughs) re-uploaded it like you know an hour later so i didn't have to deal with the uh the youtube backlash so yep yep. the haters out there huh oh it's it's amazing Uh, i just yeah that whole YouTube thing is yeah that's an that's another level when it comes to you know, dealing with people and accuracy and yeah. you know people will tell you that you're wrong when you you know that you're right so yeah <laughs> especially if it's your own product it's yeah, it's crazy <laughs> yeah that's pretty fun all right so uh, let's talk a little bit here we can, we we've got a few more minutes uh, let's talk about future the future um, you know the future of VMix maybe but even what do you see down the road a ways when it comes to streaming video? I mean, do you have a crystal ball in front of you or something, or are you prophetic? Can you can you tell us what <laughs> you think the future of streaming video is all about? Because after all, um, you are you're you're like it's right now it's like four twenty six, and you're already ahead of us because it's Thursday morning where you're at, and it's only Wednesday afternoon here. Yeah, we're only Wednesday afternoon, so so you must have some insight. Yeah, the future's incredible. Um, it's a beautiful day here. It's like 30 degrees Celsius and the, the sun's shining and everybody can stream in 4K. We've just got all of our internet. You know, it's amazing. Um, everything's been fixed up. But uh, I mean, for the future, um, obviously things like quality will get better. Hopefully everybody's internet around the world gets a lot better so we can actually stream you know, in, in much higher quality and better bit rates and that type of thing. Um, uh, there's a there's a few, I actually jotted down some things so I'll I'll try and see if I can um, answer that question better. Um, I, I I think honestly with streaming, um, especially for production wise, IP video is going to be a big thing in the future. So being able to bring in sources via a, a local network as opposed to using capture devices, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be fairly big. And and things like NDI, 
that that new tech have developed. Um, I know that you had. Oh, did you have Pro Presenter? Is that who you had on yeah. the show last week? Yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh, you listened to yeah, our so, podcast. Wow, you you get extra points for that. Oh, I went back just to see what I was into, what I was in for. Yeah, what you were uh, getting into, yeah, exactly. You're going to bail yeah. on us if we sounded like total idiots. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Yeah, so so programs like that uh, will allow you to to send that particular that that data over the network. So I could have a, somebody on a completely separate computer or even a separate computer in a different room. Um, as long as they're on the same local network, you're sending that data back and forth. So you can send titles to vMix. I can send video, live video using, you know, IP to vMix from anywhere in a church campus or a school or something like that. So I really think that that IP um, related video is going to be pretty big in the future for, for production. Um, and with streaming as well, there's going to be new codecs and that type of thing that will come out. Um, that will improve speed, latency, um, and quality as well. But um, as you guys probably know, in, in you know in the streaming industry, everybody's fighting over different codecs and who's going to support what and who's going to you know support different standards when yeah. it comes to video as well. Yeah, it's interesting how that kind of evolves because the a lot of times the the official governing body says X Y Z is what we're supporting, but the the crowd follows you know ABC and so it's the default standard, so it's kind of yeah. interesting seeing how how the wind blows with that and changes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how that that all pans out in the future. Um, but yeah, in in other like church related stuff, I think you know doing things. I think a lot of churches are, are into live streaming because I think it's probably the only real avenue where you're doing multiple um, services a week. So if you're doing a sporting event, it might be once a week, you know, maybe once every two weeks. But with church services, you know, you can be three, four, five, six, depending on how big your church is, a week. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of more, uh, a lot of churches will be, be streaming a lot more um, to, to, you know, kind of to reach as many people. And, and it's great for people that can't make it to the service. Maybe they're sick. Maybe they've, um, you know, gone away and that they still want to catch up with what's happening. I think it'll be, you know, really big for that. And as well as maybe, you know, pastoral care, doing multiple, like doing a stream to somebody, like, you know, sending it out to multiple people and, and connecting via a stream or via a video call or something. I think it's going to be going to be pretty big in the future. Yeah, we've done, I've I've got a small group where it was, she was last a year or more ago where we had a kind of similar situation. We had a, a woman that was, um, couldn't go out in public because of infection. She was getting potential of infection. She is a cancer yep. treatment, and but she wanted to come to small groups. So we it was kind of funny. We set up a a, a chair and put a computer in the chair and okay. set it up so that you know she was in the circle with the rest of us and she could participate and hear and we could see her. And so, yeah. yeah, that's some deal. some neat stuff going yeah. on. Well, Tim, we're out of time. We've been talking with Tim uh, Vandenberg, who is the chief operating officer of vMix, and we love vMix. And and uh, you just go to vMix.com, and you can find out more about the product, and maybe you've already got it if you're listening to this podcast. But there's there's always updates. There's always new features. Uh, and as we said earlier, there's lots of resources on there. There's even a, a little forum and all right. that. Yeah. So I didn't realize it started in the church. Yeah. Pretty and cool. it's, it's really popular yep. with the church. Yeah, so pretty cool stuff. So, and you can get a hold of Tim, just, just send him an email. What is it? Support at vmix.com. 
Is that? Yeah, I think that's. I think that's it. I'm not quite sure. Um, Yeah, I think that's. We have a a a contact form directly on our website as well. Um, So you can you can send us emails. But you know, we're fairly open and transparent. Um, You know, we do a a monthly live show on YouTube, um, so people can tune into that. They ask us questions and we answer them live and. So yeah, we're fairly open when it comes to you know what we're doing and and that type of thing. So yeah, if anybody has questions for us, you know, just feel free to shoot us an email or leave a nice YouTube comment. How's that? All right. All right. You mentioned something at the beginning of this podcast that I've questioned about. You said they don't celebrate Christmas in Australia. Oh no, I I just meant that we didn't Thanksgiving. Celebrate that makes sense. That Thanksgiving to Christmas because oh. I I think Black Friday is is it just after Thanksgiving? Yes, it's just after. I can see Thanksgiving would not make much sense in Australia, but Christmas. But you do. <laughs> yeah, uh, I no, misunderstood. Have, yeah, no, we definitely have Christmas here yet. <laughs> I just meant because Black Friday is kind of like the start of the Christmas uh, shopping rush. I think in America is that right? Yeah, yes, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It is. So we don't really have that kind of Thanksgiving so, transition into Christmas, but we definitely celebrate Christmas. Although it's usually you know ninety degrees, and yeah. we go to we spend most of the day in the pool and have you know prawns and that type of stuff and barbecue. So <laughs> well, we're in Tucson, yeah. Arizona. So, so does Santa oh, come? Okay. Th- does Santa come there in his uh, board <laughs> shorts and? He's a servant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have some terrible Australian-ish type. Christmas carols where, you know, um, Santa rocks up in his thongs, well, flip-flops and, uh, you know, his board shorts and he drives a ute, which is, you know, our version of like a truck and that type of stuff. So, yeah, there's some, yeah, right. you know, well, driven by kangaroos and that kind of thing. So, yeah. Well, one of these days I want to come down and see you. I want to visit you. I, I, I you know, as I said earlier, I, I love Australia and I, I, I mean, I love it, but I've always had the desire to go see it. And be a part of you know in some of the cities there. So maybe I'll come visit you someday. Wouldn't you like that, Tim? Yeah, for sure. Right. Well, we're always we're always open for people to come visit. I actually had uh, two um, women showed up at our office uh, <laughs> like last week from Sweden, and their their uncle was at, used Vmix, and he wanted them to come by to see our office and talk to us. And um, <laughs> yeah, it was definitely interesting so yeah feel free to let us know you're coming before you actually knock on the door uh yeah. but yeah um uh, i'll that'd yeah, be great okay well we're, we're really out of time now uh but we appreciate it tim uh, tim vandenberg from vmix uh so as i said uh, the clock is ticking the guy across the table here is steve lacy i'm phil thompson we've been speaking with tim vandenberg from vmix And uh, if you have any questions, you can get a hold of Tim or just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. I'm Phil Thompson, and for Steve and for Tim, thanks for listening. We will catch you next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.